0: That's right. I got a dongle, ladies and gentlemen. I got the dongle. You're legend. a legend. 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 That's right. <laughs> what up? You. That's I didn't up. Give you. I didn't give anybody the oh yeah yet. It's because, Phil, my coffee's too hot. Put some ice up in that. <sighs> I don't got no ice here at PC. What do you think? We're rich? <laughs> <laughs> Um man, I played a gig last night and I'm really tired. I'm gonna talk about this gig, Phil. Ooh. Yes, yes. Schmucky Metals. Oh man, I'm back. I'm <laughs> back. It's as if the tour never happened. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, so anyways, I'm Corey Kingston. You can hear it in my voice. I'm like, I didn't go to the beach this morning. It's kind of overcast, anyways. I just like woke up to like, all right, let me get some coffee and go to the beach. And then I was like, nah, bro. And then I turned on the office and I went back to sleep. <laughs> um, that voice that you hear over there in his beautiful, wonderful studio, rocking the drum brigade shirt, you know, just being a, a true, true. You're a legend. Yes. It's the one, it's the only fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the show, Funky Phil. Welcome Thanks. to the show. Thanks. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having Hope me.
1: You.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, me and Funky Phil are going to get into it. We got to get into it right away because we have a guest this week. Our guest is our one of our usual guests, Drum Brigade. What do we call these? Like, what do we call uh, somebody like this guy? Like, it's not a brigadier because that's like our 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 students, but correspondent. He's like, he's like a core. He's a what correspondent. Yeah. Correspondent. He's like a core respondent. Like he's like, cause he's like, he's like a hard correspondent.
1: Hard correspondent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, Kevin Agucci's coming on the show in a little bit here. Yes, sir. Just got off tour with Jeff Rosenstock and um, did some, he's doing some crazy stuff. Like great. Awesome. Like he came off like a punk rock, you know, like indie rock kind of tour with Jeff Rosenstock, and then like came home immediately and played like a huge jazz gig, like, like, um, in that, like, it's not an amphitheater, but it's like the concert spot for like where the, where like orchestras play and stuff. You talking and, about the Shell, and, the new and, one? The Shell, yeah. That thing looks rad. Like in the harbor downtown. So dope. And like, I'm just like this fool. There's not very many drummers that can like come off a of punk rock tour. And then jump on a straight-ahead jazz gig, like me and you. Of course, are those guys, yeah. but not many guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, no. So we're gonna chat it up with with Kevin Aguchi and um, you know, you hear all about it. Hear about hear about all these uh, what it's like being on tour during this crazy time that we live in. So, all right, guys. So um, we're gonna get into it right now. yes sir drum brigade episode 119 um i forgot to mention if you guys want anything like you want to check out anything that we have to offer you guys want to support our mantra or our, like our mission statement of belonging acceptance camaraderie over competition check out drum Um we have like all kinds of stuff on there for teaching for um uh merchandise drumsticks all that stuff. So, and then if you guys want any information about me or funky Phil, just check out our websites, Corey Kingston.com K O R E Y K I N G S T O N.com and Phil Pardell, P H I L P A R D E L L. You have to, you should buy the, um, the domain funky Phil Pardell. That
1: would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to market, you got to market your, you got to market the funkiness of funky Phil and you need to put out a solo album, dude. I know, man. I'm, it's gonna uh, cost money, but
1: you can do it yourself, mm-hmm.
0: and then you can like, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gearing like up. It. I'm. I want to. I'm at the point where I think I'm just about ready to to do some new promotional stuff for my studio, cool. um, for teaching and recording and and uh, you know, audio production stuff. Dude, you could be like, you could corner the market, like
0: on just you know, what your, what your skills are as far as recording and, you know, just doing drum tracks for people. I feel like you should be working full time. Just like, oh man, I have like recording sessions at the
1: yin yang for people that want stuff. Well, I'm hoping to get there, but yeah. nobody knows. <laughs> so I that's the problem. I yeah. need to put together some resources and get some examples and sounds and You know, just some basic little clips of me playing. So people are like, oh, yeah, he doesn't totally suck. Well, you work full time (laughs) just based
0: on word of mouth, you know, and like you don't have like another job like driving Uber or something. Right. So Mm -hmm. you're like so if with a little bit of marketing and like, you know, some videos or something of what you do, the world might explode. It's true. With the funkiness of Funky Phil. It's true. It's not all funk, ladies and gentlemen. This guy can play some rock. This guy can play jazz. Like Ari Honeg, who's that? No.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. no.
0: Definitely not. Bill Stewart, never heard of him. Funky Phil, though. (laughs) Uh, um, So, yeah. Um, All right. Well, anyways, Funky Phil, how was your week?
1: Did you play any gigs? I played a gig. I did. Yes. yes. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. Uptown Funk? It did play Uptown Funk.
0: Oh, yeah. Funky Phil's back. am mm. <laughs> not proud of that. Swore. Before I, was, I left on tour, swore to
1: never play this song again. I know. And it, this is the <laughs> first time I've played it since that moment. And oh, um, man. You love it, a bit of it. It stung. I'm gonna be you honest, love it. But you, lo- most, most honestly, most of the songs this band plays, I'm down with. Um, they're like, yeah, they do a lot of throwback, like '70s soul. Oh no! <laughs> Did you have a, you have a sample? On? <laughs> what do you mean? Dope. You, you scumbag! <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I hate you so much. Dumb. wait 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 what's going on (laughs) who's doing that (laughs) that's awful Um, it's the greatest No, I mean most of the songs they do I'm down with and I like I just sub with them every once in a while and I know I know all the songs they play already so it's a very easy gig Cool, and uh, they're fun they're nice and you know, it's not a big commitment. I don't, I play with them every couple months and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't know. We'll see if I, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing with them, but part of it is like Whitney's out at, she's been on tour in Europe. So, Oh, she didn't take her band with her. No, it was something the record label put together where, um, they like just brought her over and then they had like a, I think a couple other singers and they had like a, a shared band. Um, so it's kind of like a traveling That's one thing show. I never
0: understand about, about her is by the way, speaking of which, so, you know, like we've, I've talked about it on the air. Like we've, we haven't always seen eye to eye. We've had our differences, <laughs> me and her. Yeah. And we've kind of gotten into it before, but we're kind of on a, like we're kind of on an uptick, like love, love you relationship right now. We're both like commenting on each other's posts. Like you're killing, Oh man, like you're killing it too. I see this. Oh man. It's so, so happy for you that you're doing this. Like, I think that's a really cool thing. It's a very
1: positive thing. That is awesome. That makes me happy I, to hear.
0: I think, yeah, it's not like we're going out for coffee. Although I would, I would. Um, but it's like, it just feels good to be like,
1: you're all right.
0: I always believed in you personally, like what you do. Just working together is a challenge. Yes. Yeah, so I still think, I mean, obviously it's probably not in the cards, but I still think she should take, at least try to take some of her musicians. Like she should take you to Europe. She should take Jody.
1: Yeah. Hopefully next time if, uh, you know, I think she's she's over there gaining new followers and friends and fans and hopefully uh hopefully she'll be able to bring a, her own band next time that would be cool i mean i'd be yeah, down yeah. that's cool she
0: definitely has a thing man she definitely deserves to be out there you know and i f- i feel like she has a thing that people want to see um and um so i mean obviously they do she's getting flown out you know to different parts of the world but um yeah it's crazy anyways enough about her
1: anyways yeah,
0: where I like Whitney Shay, she's great. Yeah, I like her. Look at making um
1: making hand hearts.
0: I'm making a hand heart. <laughs> no, she she dude, she commented on something on my thing with on Facebook, and it was like so sweet, and I was just like, you know, that's really big of her to like, you know, if if like like I said, dude, we've we've talked about this, like we we both hashed it out we apologized i we both expressed where we were coming from and expressed respect for each other and that was it yeah but then it was just kind of like i'm kind of the person where it was like it's squashed. let's move on if i see you it's like hey but we're not really trying to like comment on each other's things you know maybe but you know it helps that you're playing drums with her because then i'm like okay well now i have like reason to be like yo stoked you got funky phil playing with you that's dope And so, yeah, it was kind of that kind of thing where she made a comment like, man, really happy for you. And like, I was like, thank you so much. And then I was like, and by the way, I'm stoked for you. I heard you got like one of the dopest drummers in town now. (laughs) And like, she was just like, yes. Oh my gosh. I love Phil so much. Yes. Oh yeah. So stoked on him. And like, I was like, so I should do it more often. Next time I should be the like bigger person and be like, that dress looks great on you. Yeah, you know, positivity. All, in all seriousness, all seriousness, I do respect what Whitney Shay does. I do think that she has a thing. I think that she's great, and um, I think that the world deserves to see what she's got. She has rewards that she's won. She's played all over the place. She's got one of the dopest drummers in the world.
1: Your legend. That's right. Yes. You ready, Phil? Yeah.
0: We, we got Kevin coming on in five minutes, so we might as well just wait till he comes on. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But I do have some soapboxes today. Yeah. About they're not like, they are not positivity, Corey. They're just like, it's old school.
1: I just need breath. What?
0: Um, Yeah. I'm back, Phil. I'm back. Yeah. I'm gigging like a crazy man here at home. Remember when we were in the middle of the pandemic and then you, we were both like, You know we're just gonna focus on teaching i'm just gonna focus on drum brigade and like this is i like where i'm at right now apparently i'm not a man of my word phil (laughs) i'm just a gigging machine these days i'm trying to scale back on teaching and scale back on drum brigade because i'm like a crazy man
1: dang (sighs) and i don't like it well stop it i can't i need the money yeah I've ah, been, these I've,
0: stupid gigs pay just enough to keep you in.
1: Yeah, I've been relentless. I I just haven't been doing them. Oh my gosh.
0: I can't, I can't, I can't like make ends meet without playing some kind of gig. So I, there is some that, I, that didn't come back. Like Eddie V's didn't come back. It came back for one gig. And that's another soapbox that I don't want to get on because I'm going to hurt people's feelings. But some of these fools did us dirty and basically swooped in on our gig and cut me and James East out, and that's not cool. Um and so it's fine, man. There's no way I'd do it. There's just no way right now. I could do it if I had to, but there's no way I would want to play a weekday gig. Um, you know, every single week, play Tuesday and Wednesday and Sunday and then play regular gigs on top of that and teach on top of that. That's Bananas, mm. and so um, it's it's I need I need like my tour gig to be like my main thing, and then I need to teach in between, and I need to live in a different place. <laughs> it's too expensive out here, and I don't even mean like a different city. I think I mean like a different country.
1: What? Um, unacceptable. Yeah, nope. I do I do not support. I mean, this. what's here? <laughs> Philly. <is>. What's like? <laughs> Yeah, but,
0: yeah, but I don't know, man. I just, I need a change, dude. You gonna move to a different I country a on me? Maybe. Dang. Maybe I just need to experience it for like three weeks. I mean, three months.
1: <laughs> You're talking about going on tour.
0: No. I'm talking about going
1: on tour and then not coming home. Dang it. I, I, I do <sighs> not support this. Phil. <laughs> you
0: this is my dream, Phil. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just saying my head is kind of in that space right now where it's like, yeah, man, like it's not that I don't like where I live. I love San Diego. You know, I love I love what I do for work on most days. Um you know, like I love teaching, I love touring, I love playing gigs i love playing with great musicians i do not like
1: playing weddings and i don't like
0: having having to play weddings
1: yeah and you feel these like these are you the have scum to, of the earth people you have to to make enough money around here
0: yeah yeah and so in san diego you can really make a living as a musician but you have to play some of these bad gigs and like i know some of you guys are like like i've been hearing a lot of these musicians on these gigs because basically what's going on is there's so much everybody's wedding got canceled during the pandemic And so now everybody is like, we need to get married right now while we can. And so September is always busy. October is always busy, but this is like bananas, dude. There was like 12 bands out, like, you know, like for the same under the same band name. Mm. And like, so they're pulling in musicians from anywhere they can find them. So some of these guys, dude, like some of these dudes, I'm not going to go into that because then I will really hurt people's feelings but some of these dudes should not be playing these gigs plain and simple. And some of these guys have like have resumes and have like, you know, all the stuff that they are um, you know, they have a, they have a a resume. They, they have like credentials that, that says they should be on this gig, but it's, I'm realizing that playing cover gigs and wedding gigs and stuff like that. When you're really like a seasoned musician that knows how to do that stuff, it's a different type of music. It's a different type of gig. You know, this is not a tour gig. This is not um like a you know a Broadway gig or like something like that. A bar gig. It's like you got to know how to keep the dance floor going. You need to know how to like. You need to be. You know. You need to know how to like count the next song in immediately. And you need to be ready. You need to have your keyboard patches ready. You need to know the bass line. You need to like. You can't be looking for a chart. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so um sometimes you just have to wing it and it might not be exactly the the right beat but you know it's close enough and like i guess when you've been doing it a long time it's like you know like, like this is like a, a keyboard player i played with last night that is like this he's a younger guy and he specializes in like smooth jazz and um he's he's great at that style of music this kid has been doing this for so long that he's just one of the guys and he's like he's he's the guy that like a lot of people request the guy can't read and he's not like a jazz player. He's not like, he's not what you would consider like an accomplished, like he has this resume that he's, you know, he's performed here and he's done this and he's done that. But he's like, he's, he's just great. He's a great keyboard player. And he's like, he knows how to play. He knows what he's doing. And there's like, there's songs that sometimes he's just like, I don't know that one, but then like, he still knows how to just like wing it, you know, and like play. And Mm so he does great and people were like ranting and raving about him this week. Like, dude, that guy's a really great keyboard player. And I'm like, yeah. And he's humble. He's like, he's a great hang. He's funny. And it's like, dude, come on. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, let's get into that in a little bit right now. Let's take a break and let's bring on Kevin Iguchi. All right. Yo, funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true, what else? Tell all your friends. Also very true, what else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes! We have so much like dope swag up there We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Drumbrigade. Yes, sir. (laughs) Um, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. I mean, this man needs no introduction, but you know, he's done some great stuff over the past couple weeks. Just got off tour. Just played at that. What is it called? The Shell or something?
2: Oh yeah, the Shell. Man, yeah, killer.
0: We were just talking about that before he came along. But anyways, that voice you hear—it's one, the only, fantastic, Kevin Noguchi. it's our hard correspondent our hard correspondent
2: from the streets baby
0: um so yeah man how's it going welcome welcome home
2: yeah same to you dude like welcome home yeah Yeah. it's kind of crazy like being out there like i was like kind of like corresponding with like all my friends through instagram like not really talking to them but just like watching their instagrams because like everybody is just going back out on tour right now i know um, yeah which was crazy too for getting gear like oh my gosh dude like doing stick orders and head orders dude they're just like we don't have anything everyone's going back on tour at the same time yeah don't yeah don't even get me started on that dude like
0: <laughs> that actually aquarian really came through like very easily and then the stick i have like a different loophole for sticks like i i just or drum brigade sticks from the manufacturer, so I don't have to go through like Vic Firth or anything. So that was really easy. But like drums and cymbals was a mirror. It was like stressing me out. Where I'm like, I might not have drums. I don't know what to do.
2: I have a great. Um, am I get Robo
0: again. My my internet's unstable.
2: <laughs> I uh, I got a great story about ordering stuff for tour. <laughs> uh, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's not really a soapbox for me, but I don't know. Do you guys want? Do you guys want to hear it? of course okay, Yeah. so uh um, before this tour i was just on like back in i have to say like so i left for this tour at the beginning of september so at the end of july i hit up um i, I endorse innovative percussion um sticks so i hit them up and i'm like hey uh, i have these two tours coming up i have one in september and then i have one in november and uh i need sticks and they're like great let's well, know whatever you need And so I was like, I need this. And, and they're like, okay, so we are completely, oh, at first in July, he's like, yeah, man, we'll, we'll get that out to you. No problem. Uh, and then, so I don't hear from them for like a couple of weeks. And Then finally I'm in August and I'm like, Hey man, did you ever like send out that stick order? And he's like, my guy's like, oh yeah, dude, I forgot to let you know. We don't like have anything. And I'm like, oh my gosh. What do you gosh. mean? And he's like, we don't have anything. He's like, just like our because of the the you know pandemic and everything, he's like, our inventory is just very low. And I was like, okay, well, I'm like, I, I'll work with that. I'm like, I just need sticks. And he's like, okay, cool. Um, he's like, so what do you want? And I'm like, I want this bottle. He's like, we don't have it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh okay. God. Uh what if I just get regular five A's? He's like, yeah, I can make that happen. I don't hear from him for a week. And then I'm like, Did you send the five A's out? He's like, oh yeah, we don't have any more five A's. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, unbelievable. I'm like, I'm like dude, uh, I'm like, I literally leave for, for tour in a week. And he's like, okay, well, he's like, he calls me, we talk on the phone. And he's like, okay, man. So he's like, we have these eight A's, which is something I use, actually. I use them for my jazz stuff. And I'm like, yeah, those are great. I can do, I could use that. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll send out, I'll send them out to you. Uh, and I'll rush them. I'm like, okay, great. And so I had to go back to San Jose for some family stuff. And when I came back, the day I came back, I got an alert that said your package was delivered, but no package. And I'm like, uh, oh, no. and like asking all my neighbors, no one, no one has seen it. And like my brother-in-law works for the USPS and he's like, uh, yeah, man. He's like, we, we do the thing with the, the, you know, the electronic thing when we deliver it, he's like, your package probably got stolen. And I was oh, like, oh my gosh, uh, God, why? So I immediately hit up innovative and I'm like, uh, yo, I think the package got stolen. And he's like, oh God. He's like, all right, I'm gonna send out another box. And he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overnight it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and he's like, sorry, man, he's like, you're gonna have to pay the shipping costs. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. I need sticks. And um I <laughs> I have a gig with Ed Kornhauser before I leave. And uh while I'm at that gig, um, we're at like at the wire too. I'm leaving for tour in like the next day. Um I get an alert from the the overnight uh, USPS and they're like your package can't be delivered till next week and I'll oh already fully be on tour and I was like uh yikes dude and I'm like all right I guess I'm just going to have to go to Guitar Center and buy some sticks right so I, I decide to go home yeah. to change clothes cuz the tour starts starts t- the next day and I get home to my house and what's sitting on my porch is the original package what yeah, which is like three <laughs> days later after they said they already delivered it. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what? I'm like, uh wow. and so I, I hit up, I hit up Innovative and they're like, well, you can send the other one back. Uh, and I'm like, it's fine. I'll, it sticks. I'll use them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, uh, but it, I understand the stress. It was gnarly. I was like, holy smokes. And dude, Chris was amazing, you know, at Aquarian. Yeah. He, uh, he, yeah, really we stuff. He's like, we'll figure out something for you to use and. Yeah, and like he he was great. Everything got you know what's really weird is I did a, a head order and then I forgot to put another bass drum in there. And I swear he had already told me they had already shipped. But I I, I like emailed him I'm like, Could you possibly send out like a, a this kick drum head like Force Force One? Mm-hmm. And the box arrived and it was in there. And I'm like, yeah, what kind of magic? Yeah, how did he do that, dude? Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's like he, he's he's i can see chris like walking around the shop like like your hey can you um can you put this in there was probably him going like oh yeah i have to send that out for kevin and then just grabbed one and put it in and shipped it that second you know
2: <laughs> yeah dude he's amazing yeah uh, shout outs to chris and also shout outs to innovative and yeah and, uh, yeah that's cool taking care of me yeah it's cool
0: i'm glad it's it's kind of funny how like it was kind of the same for me like where things just kind of worked out like they just worked themselves out but it was like literally like the tour manager was was contacting masters and maple like yo dude like we need like we need the drums like <laughs> rehearsal start like in a few days like where are the drums and like and i got there dude everything was there and it was like all the right stuff is all the right sizes but it was like they were just running it from sir but it was like yo like we need like what's going on you know it was like up to the wire where it yeah. was just like we i had some symbols that need to get swapped out and it was just like where's the stuff and you know just everybody's in the same boat i think you know
2: i understand with sahir too because like his company is small right like yeah he's not like pearl or yamaha where they have like drums everywhere you know so
0: they he has drums pretty much everywhere those guys do though like that's he, cool he like like um SIR, all the SIRs have, have at least one kit. And then, um, um, what's the one in England? Um, it's like a guy's name, like John something.
2: Oh, uh, you mean Simon J's and the, the London drum company it was probably, yeah. Yeah. I think
0: it was a different one. John something is, I forget what it's
2: called, but anyways,
0: I've had a, I've had a kit out there like in London before. Mm. Um, I wish I could take that one. It was like super, it was exactly like my kit except white, like white sparkle. It was like so cool.
2: That's, That's it. Um, it's, it's so funny, man. When I was younger, you know, you just think like companies take care of all this stuff for you, but there's a lot that you have to. You kind of have to tour manage yourself a little bit when yeah. it comes to gear and stuff like. That. And like uh, the tour managers are always like, "Yeah, we'll take care of it," but I'm like, I think it's just something I should handle. And it's like, you know, it's same the same way. way. Like I, I enjoy setting up my drums and tearing down and tuning mm-hmm. them and ordering my own stuff. You know what I mean? And like, just, I, I like doing that kind of stuff.
0: I really don't like talking i don't like sending those emails i mean i i just i well i i say i like it but it, it gives me also and it gives me anxiety like i feel like i'm bugging people like i don't hitting up chris but i still have that sense of like man I, I i don't i hope this guy doesn't think i'm like asking for anything for free and you know what this list tour like there was a lot of time where you know i just we were just like hanging out like i was just like chatting with chris on the phone and you know but um Now, now it'll be a lot easier because they have all my, like my stuff, like they they have all my lists of stuff that like, it's like, Hey, I need these sizes. I need these drums. Like I need this. This is like my backup. If I, if I, if you can't get masters in April, then these are what I would like to play. And like,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and so, but now I'm like, Oh man, I want to change my head or like, I want a different kick drum head. And I want like, I think I want to try clear instead of coded. Mm. Um, so I don't know. We'll figure that out. But yeah, it's uh I I like the other thing that's like hard to is stressful for me is like like when you're doing like like a flyout or something and everything's backlined and you have to make a list of like sizes, you know, brand, series, your hardware setup, like everything that you need. (laughs) And it's like, you know, like if I don't if I don't play Masters of Maple, then like like you said, it's like a smaller company where it's like harder. You know, it's, you can't always get that, you know, if you're on a festival gig and you're like, I play masters of maple, they're like, well, we have DW. So that's what you're going to play, you know? Totally. And so, um, yeah, so I have to like do like an A and a B setup. you know, like here's my sizes for masters of maple. Here's my, here's, you know, what I, what I want. And then like, if you can't get that, what is, what is it that you want? And then I have to like, put like, oh, well, like dw or Gretsch or whatever like you know and these sizes and then this hardware and and i'm always like dude did i get everything like what if i left something out like what if i left out like something important like oh i forgot a hi-hat stand and they just don't have it you know Mm. like dude like i've i've been in that situation where i've like sent the email and been like oh my god i forgot a snare stand you know and like yeah so it's but it, it's always seems to work out, you know, like th- this <laughs> last tour, I didn't put like a backup pedal and I didn't put a backup snare, but they ordered it anyways, you know? And so I was just like, oh, so these dudes know, you know, I'm like the other drummers that they've, they've been using like Fredo and all the, those guys, you know, they've, they, this isn't their first rodeo. So it's totally. like that kind of stuff worked out where I didn't have to say, Hey, I need two like DW 9,000 pedals, you know? Yeah.
2: It's like, they already know that. That's funny. I'm, oh. I'm looking down the barrel of all that today. I have fly dates, fly out dates next week. So I have to like kind of figure that mm-hmm. stuff out. And then I have to send emails to every single company for stuff for the upcoming tour in November. It's yeah. kind of crazy preparing for, I'm going out for six and a half weeks in November. Oh my gosh. It's a long one, dude. It's <laughs> like, too we're gonna... long for the... We're going to kill each other. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's too long for me, man. Like I'm worried about that. There might be a Europe tour that might be like five, five weeks, six weeks. And I'm yeah. like, in my younger days, that's, it would be long. I would be like stressing about it, but it would still be like, okay, like that's fine. But now I'm like, I can't three weeks seem like an eternity. Like this last tour. I'm just like, that was only three weeks. This is nothing. And like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm willing to do it. But five weeks, I I just, for me, dude, I'm married, you know, I have stuff at home. Like I don't know what to do about my students, you know? And like, and to, um, it's like one of those things where I have to fly my wife out for a couple of days or, or like a week or just something, you know, and then fly her out again. And at the end, you know, or something, you know, it's like, it's just something that like, I like this three weeks, like I was like at the end of the three weeks, she has to fly out you know, and then we'll spend another week together. But, um, but yeah, I was married
2: to the road. (laughs) Yeah. Dude.
0: The other thing I can't get behind is like how you come home for like a few weeks and then you're just like, yeah, I'm out again. I'm like, I can't live. Like I can't do that. I used to do that, but I can't do that anymore. Like I can't, Yeah, I can't just come home for a few weeks and then be gone for six weeks and then come home for two weeks and then be gone for two months. And, like I just I get so depressed,
2: can't handle. it. Well, that. I mean my 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 life my career is like touring right now, and I'm not touring with the same band constantly. I'm like oh, going man. out with different different acts, you know what I mean? So yeah, um, there's there's you know there's variety. There's it's different, but also too like I do feel um like my my home life was suffering a little bit but the pandemic was great for that you know what i mean like i was home for two years we took a year off before the pandemic we were supposed to hit 2020 Uh hard so uh, um yeah i'm like i'm i'm happy to be back in it but Mm -hmm. um yeah you know i mean uh also to uh my bands like we were hitting it really hard because we were building and now we've gotten to a point now where we don't need to go out on these like uh, this is a different we're making up for lost time i think is why we're going out for such a big long tour mm-hmm. um but normally we wouldn't go out for more than like two to three weeks at a time yeah and so i'm basically touring with two two bands full time now but and that's their thing their stipulation is generally like two to three weeks you know because one band uh they have families and stuff like that uh, and then yeah. in, in the jeff band too jeff has like another job where he composes music for a cartoon and so like oh. he's constantly working on that so he needs time to do that and plus i work on some of that stuff with him too so oh, cool um yeah oh that was something that came up with the pandemic that's been super fun so like i really upgraded and got my recording stuff at home set up and i started like tracking full episodes um cool. for him from my house which is cool i had like um an ipad reference with like the the animation going because you have to play to some of it. It's like super fun. I That's was like, dope. dude, this is like rad. This is what I've dreamed about doing, you know? But, yeah. Um, That's I hope cool. I get to continue doing more of that. Yeah, man,
0: you guys, you and funky Phil, man, like recording sessions at home. Like I've done a, you know, a few, like I have a, a track to record here, but I just don't have the equipment or like it. it's, it's like for a star recording or something. It's like, mm-hmm. it's suitable, but it's not like, you guys go full on <laughs> with your equipment and like sounds and frequencies. And like, I'm just like, yeah, I can get you wave files. Do what you what you want. Hopefully it's not clipping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Phil, uh, are you, are you using the UA stuff yet? No. Oh, oh okay. No, that stuff's uh,
1: cool, but I just don't, not in the budget right now.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I got lucky. Like my, one of my old students from San Jose, his dad works for UA. So he like, he got me into the family. Oh, nice, um, nice. But that, and then also, like, I've been super into, like, outboard gear. So I started with, like, the warm audio stuff. And now I'm thinking about, like, building, like, kit preamps. Like, I want to build some, some like, Cappy, like, API and Neve 500 series. Like, dude, it's some, it's some, it's funny. You, like, grow up and you're, like, oh, drums, drums, symbols symbols, uh, all this stuff. And then you're, like, all oh, right, I finally have everything I need. And now it's, like, oh, my God recording stuff yeah. <laughs> it's yes. always an endless pit it's always going to be constantly like oh yeah i i, I want that i it's, need that it's yeah. like my
0: constant like i have so much equipment and now i'm like i don't even use some of it like i would bring like you know like electronic like you know stuff on on gigs like a, you know spdsx or something or like, um, just at least like a clap pad or something, you know, to like, and now I'm like, I'm not bringing that, like I'm not doing that. I used to bring a full, <laughs> like in-ear setup and like, and now I'm just like, dude, just give me like a four piece kit and like, let me just get through this gig, you know? And like, but like last night, like this week, I've been struggling with, um, like these wedding gigs and you know, like I played one on Saturday and it was like, nothing was mic'd for the, for the whole room. Mm. And I was yeah. like, hey, I brought a kick drum mic and I plug it in. The guy's like, I don't have a sub. It's like, it won't really help. And I'm just like, God. So my back has been killing me because I'm like laying into my kick.
2: Okay. And dude. like, okay. So I just thought about you. Okay. You can finish though, but I, I, I got some, I have a thought. Well,
0: I was thinking like, I was, so I was like, man, I, I can't, I don't know how long I can keep this up. You know, like I have a gnarly bad injury on my ankle. So I have to like wear like, basically wear like high top vans on like a wedding gig because it just supports my ankle in the right way. And I'm, I can't really play with like dress shoes anymore. There's just too like I can, but it's just uncomfortable and my back starts hurting anyways. Um, so like I invested in a different pedal. I invested in a different, um, throne. Like I got in a head the split ahead, um, throne. I got you, dude. I, okay. I know what you need. I know what you need. Okay. So then, but it's, but, but here's the thing. When I was on tour with Google, like, I have a sub behind me, I have my in-ears, I have a great mix, I can hear my stuff, and then I'm not landing into my kick. So, I was like, I think I need to run my in-ears, like, I need to, I think I need to just, I have to mic my stuff, and I have to run in-ears, but I didn't do it last night. But then I was like, well, what if I got the EAD10 from Yamaha
2: and put that on my kick drum? Maybe that would help. Yeah, well, here's, the, here's the thing, dude. Okay, so... Um I this is a recent discovery for me. Uh, I mean re- I just I just um joined um have you ever heard of this brand Porters and Davies? Porter and Davies? Yes, Porters and Davies, yes. Yeah, yeah. I want so one of those I, thrones so bad. I, I just I just joined their artist roster and um yeah, I have one coming. They just shipped it today. Oh, man. So Corey, you're on a bigger gig than I am. You should definitely holler at them, dude. Send I them get- an email. Send them an email. They have they have an artist program. Okay. Um, I'm warning you though, it ain't cheap. <laughs> I know. Well, I <laughs> was expensive. Willing, I was gonna buy one just outright, you know, for like
0: but they're, they're like fifteen hundred dollars or something. Their artist
2: deal is pretty good, man. Like, so hit them up. Um you just send them an email. Go on their on their uh, on their website. And there's a there's a they have one called the BCX now that I think uh is like seven or eight hundred us really and it comes with just the throne top and then it, it comes with the amp so um and then you can you don't even need if even if it's not mic you just bring your own kick drum mic and then run it into that and then oh yeah and that way you can feel it and you know okay
1: all right so this is a thing that vibrates your butt cheeks right yeah. <laughs> yes That's, yeah exactly so you, got it, you got it you got it fifteen hundred dollar butt cheek vibrator right yeah, it's, but it's basically it's, a sub
2: inside the throne top, dude. It's like a tactile
0: like sub, but like without noise. It's That's the same intense. thing as sub pack. Phil Phil hates this. No, like, I, I, I put I, I put the no. sub pack on him one time, and he like came out of his skin. He was like, "Oh God, get this off me! This is gross."
1: I hate. You look like you're laser tag when you have that yeah. thing on. Though, I I understand the appeal, and I, I get it, and I, I feel the I know the need, like when you can't feel the sound pressure of that kick drum in the mix yeah, enough yeah. I totally get it
2: uh, but you know like when you're playing like big venues though like your drums are really thin so you know you like yeah. you, you kind of need it and on this last tour you know like like the majority of the nights i had a sub on the riser which is great you know what i mean and um but the nights it didn't i was like you could it it's just apples and oranges, right? But also to yeah. the sub, if they're really pushing their frequencies, it, it can feed back a, a bunch too. You know what I mean? Like well, that's
0: that's what I'm saying. So my my injury, like I can lay into my kick, but it it starts messing with my back. And so I I like was very adamant that I need a sub. And I need a lot in the sub. Like I need to yeah. feel it. And um and I so I said, hey, like you know, I don't have to have a sub. If you guys have like a butt kicker or like a Porter and Davies or something like that, if we can get that from SIR, then we don't, that eliminates the problem. They're like, well, we have butt kickers, so we'll just use that. But then when we got to rehearsal, they were like, somehow it got damaged and like, it's unusable. It's like not even fixable. So they're yeah. just like, cause, cause Fredo is endorsed by Pearl. So he had one of those like, butt. Kickers oh, yeah, or a yeah, few yeah. of yeah, but they were yeah. damaged. So, um, so that that wasn't an option so i was like well then we need a sub you know and so but then there was a lot of complaining like man we can't give you that much you know and i was just like okay like let's try to balance it like i can take less but i really need to feel my like it's not because i just like the sound it's like because i have 12 screws in my kick drum
2: foot like i need to i
0: need that extra help and so i I would i would order two of them
2: yeah, you get to do it yourself. Like you dial the amp has dial on it. So you dial how much you want. It's not going to feedback too cuz it's just in your butt.
0: Yeah. I played one at NAM. They had it plugged into a V drum kit and it was like a ama- like the toms are vibrating, like the yeah. kick it's just everything that you want in a sub without feedback and stuff. Yeah. I'm like I would probably order like the super the the most expensive one like for tour and then keep the smaller one for home. I, I leave, you, leave I, one in New York for tour.
2: I think you can just, I mean, I ordered the, the gigster, which is like right in the middle. You know what I mean? But, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but the most expensive one comes in a little hard case too, right? Yeah. The one I ordered is like, it's like a little standalone amp too. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, okay. I'll see when it gets here. Like, um, but then, yeah, I was saying like on gigs and stuff like that, that too. Like if you got to play like a bar all night, you could just use like the EAD or if you ever borrow it, dude, I have a rolling trigger and I have the TM2. You can always borrow that for me oh. if you want. Uh, What's a TM2? Can, it's just a little brain. It's a little tiny brain. Oh. And you, you can load your own samples into it with an SD card. But it's it's basically, cool. a lot of metal drummers use it because you can put your own samples in and it just has two trigger or four trigger inputs. It's really, On really your kick small. drum? Uh, well, you you I use a trigger. I have a, I have a rolling oh, trigger. Oh, okay. Yeah. That used to be my I setup see. before. Yeah, yeah, that's what I used to use before I got the EAD, and so now okay. it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah,
0: the EAD. I mean, I was about to just like order one of those, and I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna fix the problem because I mean, that's like almost six hundred bucks, like after taxes and stuff. Like, if I'm gonna spend that, I would rather just spend it on dude. Porter and Davies, which is something that I wanted for years. Just steal. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> dude. Can you um can you put in a word like be like, yo, my boy Corey, you know? He's a good
2: drummer. Drum brigade. Um, We're at Porter Davies. All that stuff. Yeah, uh, dude. Just you drop I an think, email, <laughs> dude. Just just hit them up. I just hit them up cold, dude. Like, you know what I mean? I put them like gigs I was yeah. on. I think they looked it up on Instagram. Yeah, dude. I I think you're golden, dude. Just uh yeah big shout out oh, dill davies too man that. he he like dude he emailed me back like within an hour of me sending that email and then he's like yeah i gotta go to sleep man he's like it's really late here i was just like oh that's really nice he's like the guy in the name of the company emailed me back and i thought that wow. was really really nice yeah
0: i don't really know how to do it anymore man i used to when i was like younger i used to do it and i didn't have any of the like credentials that i have now you know like drum brigade wasn't what it was i was like yeah, man, like I, you know, I, I tour like with, with whoever like suede head and I was like getting like endorsements and they're just like a nobody band, but like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's just like, now I feel like I'm just like another, like everybody just thinks I'm a gospel chop drummer and they like never actually, or they like look at my Instagram and they're like, well, this dude only has like 2000 followers. What's he going to do for us? I'm just like, oh my God, I hate that.
2: Corey, I believe in you. You can do it. All right. Well, thanks. Me and Phil will hold your hands. Mm -hmm. So you can't even email. (laughs) I might just forward you the email. How does this sound? (laughs) I just should send an email
0: like dear Porter and Davies, Corey Kingston
2: is my name. Send. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. One time, uh, Jeff like tweeted at, at ultimate ears. He's like, uh, we were, we, uh, we had been drinking and he's like, ultimate ears. Give us three. (laughs) That's all he wrote. Too. And the next oh day, we told we totally forgot, and we're like, they like tweeted back at him, and they're like, "Yeah, man, like whatever you guys need." And we're like, "Did we tweet at Ultimate Ears?" <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that was great. Oh man. Oh, Corey, you're frozen in the best way right now. Yeah, that's Look at that amazing, smile, dude. Screen capture. <laughs>
1: that's so funny, dude.
0: So, like, back, I can, oh, uh, you guys are, you guys are, <laughs> he's frozen again. He's <laughs> frozen. So, dude, um, sometimes, I mean, I think, like, legit, that sometimes is how, like, some of these, like, gospel chop dudes, like, hit up companies, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, dear, I don't know, <laughs> dear, like, symbol company, I'll take this, you know, it's, like, not even, like, hey, man, I mean, I, I've gotten hit up a lot, like you know, not like all the time, but I've gotten hit up a lot. Like where people are just, it's so like transparent and superficial where they're like, I really like your drumsticks, man. They're really cool. Like, you know, like, and they don't, they're not asking any information. They're just like, kind of like, yeah, man, your stuff is really cool. I've been watching you for a while. I've been looking at your stuff for a while, like your drumsticks and stuff. And I'm like, I've never, never seen this guy. I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> and then the next question is like, so do you guys do like an artist stuff? Do you guys do like artist stuff? and i'm just like yeah dude no okay. <laughs> like we don't i'm like we we do like artist stuff for um like people that we seek out so we're not like we haven't sought you out so like now we're good like you know like i hate to say that but it's like we only go after the guys that we want you know like we look for but that's kind of the same way sahir is he said like on, on like the amount of emails he gets like every week is just stupid With like, dude, like, yeah, man, I'm looking for a free kit. Like, I really like your stuff, and he's just like, dude, we don't even sign anybody that asks for it. Like, we sign people that we look for, you know, that we 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 seek out. So,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's funny that like because of that, like people, like I sometimes when I I need gear, you know what I mean? Uh, I feel weird about asking for it. You know what I mean? To the point where sometimes, like my NRS are like, "Yeah, dude, just like let me know what you need," and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, that's that's amazing, thank you." And like, uh, you know, I I'm really really grateful and appreciative, you know, because it's amazing yeah. that they're there for the help. I me, think
0: too, know? like when I was younger, I just really needed this the support, the tour support, and um, it wasn't really like about what I was playing; it was just about who would support me, you know, and like, you know, like. I don't know like just get me stuff at a discount like i never really got anything for free but um but now things are so different man it's so you know this is this is this is our job of course but for me man i've i've been talking a lot about like creative you know this being more than a job this is like our art this is like our creative outlet this is like and trying to maintain that even on a work gig it's like man i won't just play anything you know like i want to play what i want And so now I'm like to the point where like, yeah, I'm just going to buy it. If I, if I want, if I want to use your product, I'll just buy it, dude. Like, and then if you want to support me, then that's a different story. But like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to not play what I play. Like I'm not going to not play Aquarian Drumheads If they were like, Hey man, we have to cancel everybody's endorsement. We just can't endorse you anymore. I'm not going to be like, okay, cool. Remo, what up? You know, it's like, I respect it. And I love, I love what they do too, but. Aquarian's what I play, you know? And so that's kind of how I am like, where it's just like, dude, like I, I'm like looking at like big fat snare drums and all that stuff. And I'm like, I have a big fat snare drum, but like, do I need to hit them up and be like, yo, send me some. I'm like, they're like 20 bucks. Just go buy a big fat snare drum. If you want one. Yeah. Like support the companies, man. Like, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. That's how I feel about my friend John with revolution where I'm like, the stuff is legit. And like I use, I'll just buy true tones, dude. He always sends them to me. But I was like, like, he's, he's like, Hey man, I wanted to send you like some of our new products. And I was like, I was literally on your website yesterday, like looking like, Oh, I need a couple things for tour and I was just going to buy it. And he's just like, nah, dude, just, just tell me what you need and I'll just send it to you. And I'm like, dude, that's like, that's great. But like, I like your products enough that like, I'm gonna use them regardless if you send them to me or not you know and and i feel like that's the way it should be but like that's what i'm saying like this porter and davies thing when i first saw their first product at nam show this was years ago, it was probably 10 years ago i was like blown away and i was like i have to get one of these they're like 1500 bucks and yeah. i was just like i have to start saving to get one of these and i never did I just, like, couldn't afford it. And, I, and like, I had a couple people tell me, man, if you're not playing, like, big stages or, like, you're not playing arenas, you don't really need that. And so I'm like, I disagree because I heard it plugged
2: in to, like, a V-drum kit, and it was, like, a huge difference. Yeah, it'd be sick. Like, if you had to play V-drums at a church gig, like, it'd be nice to have that. You know dude. Some that, of Dude, so, yeah. some of the stuff, the future stuff, like, this is what a
0: lot of these companies don't realize is, like, some of the future stuff for drum brigade and stuff that we're working on, like the partnership that we can have with a company like that, it would like, it would be worth their while, you know, if this stuff comes to fruition, not everything works out, but, and I'm not like without saying too much, you know, I, nothing's really like concrete now, but like, I'm just saying a lot of these companies, you know, I'm not, I'm not like the way that we do stuff at drum brigade. We're not just like guys that are just like, yo, give me free stuff. But it's like a real partnership with like these companies like down the road, like as a business owner, that's the way I'm thinking about it, you know, and it's like, I'm going to try to use the stuff that I endorse through my business as well. And that like reaches a lot more people than just a dude on a stage, you know, like or playing using a Porter and Davies at Paula Casino, you know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, it's going to go a lot further. So, man, we'll we'll have to see about that. I'm I'm really very, very, very interested in getting that. No, no, I, yeah. and like, I, I, I endorse a head like armor cases and the head products and I don't use their drumsticks cause I use drum brigade sticks, but like I'm, I'm using that throne and, um, it's great. It's really comfortable. It's really well made. It looks cool, but it's still, it's like, man, my back is killing me every gig, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's dude, uh, on a side note too, like you're, you're talking about just like, you know, buy stuff, support the company. Like I've. There was a long time I got really burnt out on going to drum stores because I would just go to these drum stores and I would just see a lot. I don't know. I just kind of uh, associated it with like going to a guitar center and just seeing like just like the same stock stuff all the time. And uh, yeah, but like one of the things I really started to enjoy again, like being on tour, is like going to like local <laughs> yes. drum stores and and, and 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 dude, like Revival is probably like the best drum store, the best drum
0: store in the world, I think.
2: Because <laughs> what I love going to those for is. I love like but I just like want to buy like trinkets or like small things, right? Yeah. Like I also went to the the Hollywood what is it, the professional drum shop in Hollywood? It's mm-hmm. a great store too. It's like a museum, you know what I mean? They got one of I've never been there, man. Gets- I want to I want to go there. It's sick, dude. Um but you know, I like buying small things. Like I bought on this tour I bought like a snare weight, you know, like one oh. of those leather. Those are cool to have, you know what I mean? Um I also bought like this crazy like ratchet key from one shop that I went to. I just like to like look around and see what they have you know like yeah i like going to when you go to a shop and you're like oh there's a whole bunch of symbols i've never seen before like i right. i, I like i played on a bunch of dream symbols on the store that was really cool nice um but yeah just to support the shop you know like and support the small companies like there's a lot of cool like gadgets and accessories for drums and that's like really sparked my interest in going to like like drum stores again in a revival that back wall with just all the stuff on it like yeah oh it's so amazing dude a like, lot of like tackle stuff like just yeah. random stuff where you're just like oh man
0: you know yeah. like maybe yeah. i just get this you know It's like like cool like symbol like um
2: stuff like i don't know like different yeah things. crashers just- like pete heart crashers and like stuff to put on your symbols bells and stuff right. like that like you could you could easily spend a bunch of money there but like and then like those guys are so cool too like they're really passionate about drums and i was talking about like you know like i have a unicorn drum set that i i've always dreamed about having that i probably will never own but i would Uh love like a round badge um gretch kit from Mm. like the 60s with an 18 inch kick which is super Super rare rare. yeah yeah like when you see those like on ebay or they're like 10 to 12 grand and so yeah. i was like did you have you guys ever had one here and they're like we like made one out of a floor tom and they're uh, like that's what we use for our backline." but they showed it to me and i was like "Ooh, those are beautiful and then we just chatting you know what i mean like yeah. they just love drums so that's the that's the thing like when i
0: went into revival i kind of didn't know what to expect i was on vacation and they they, did, they didn't you know it was just like I, I was just a customer and i was just like an enthusiast and i went in and was like and the vibe of that place was just like, this is what a drum shop should be. You know, you, you walk in, you're welcome. You feel, you don't feel pressure to buy something. You yeah, know, whatever it's all,
2: whatever, open, too. Yeah, it's like all the, open. I went yeah. to the old shop though. I oh, went to okay, the old okay. one.
0: So, and it was like, you're welcome to play anything you want. Like, you're not going to go in there if you're just like a kid, you know, parent dropping off its kid at, at, at guitar center. It's like, these yeah. are, this is a drum shop. You're going to go in there if you're a drummer. Mm -hmm. and um and like what i noticed too is all the drums were like set up like in like not like you know when you go to guitar center and the tom's like drooping sideways and it's all out of place it's all like weird and awkward it's like every drum set was set up by a drummer yeah you know and like it made sense and like the just the vibe was like Like, Hey man, how's it going? Yeah. Welcome in. Yeah. Go ahead and test out whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, can I try out some of these symbols? They're like, yeah, man, there's sticks in there. You know, like it wasn't like, well, are you going to buy something or like, Hey, check us out. I'll give you a good deal on it. It's like pawn shop style. You know, it's like, there's nothing like that. It was just a vibe. It was like, hang out as long as you want, you know? And like, I, it was so, it's so crazy. And it's like a lot of, a lot of shops can learn from that. (laughs) A lot of shops can learn from that, man. Like, um, you know, and I, you know, that like a lot of places that just that vibe welcoming actual drummers in your shop and letting them hang without making them feel anxious or like they're in a pawn shop and they got to buy, buy some rusty piece of crap for like way too much or like buy like something that is like, you know, like that you got at a discount rate, but you're, you're calling it brand new and you're selling it for like retail or more. Sometimes, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm being, I'm, yeah, I just, I just feel like that vibe made me want to like do more with the drum community to like create that vibe, you know?
2: Yeah. Dude, next time you're in New York, go to Manhattan, go to Max, Maxwell's Drum Shop. You ever heard about that spot? There's one yeah. in Chicago, and I think, and there's one, in, uh, the one in Manhattan. And I remember, like, it's probably like seven years ago, but like, I was staying in New York right before I went on tour and Matt Smith and Louis Valenzuela were just out in New York and now mm-hmm. and so we linked up we had like lunch and then I was like Matt I'm gonna go to this drum store do you want to go with me and he's like yeah and we went there and me and Matt were literally at that drum store for like four hours because <laughs> they had in the, in like the, the you know like the, the booth rooms they had auto kit set up oh. with just like racks and racks of like vintage K's and oh. like crazy ride symbols. and me and Matt were just in there just like and the guy's like, yeah, man, you guys sound great. That's awesome. Like, you know, have fun. <laughs> and I played it on this one ride symbol that I was like, yo, this is it. And I was like, yeah. I looked at the price tag and I was like, this thing, it was a Spizzacchino. It was like four G's. Oh my gosh. And I was like, never going to get this, but I'm going to play on it for like an hour here. Like dude, me and then Louie kept like coming back. He's like, you guys ready? No. Okay. I'll come no. back. And yeah, then like, yeah. dude, we were dude. there for like four hours. Dude. Like it was amazing Yeah, like.
0: Oh, man, I wish so amazing. much that we could do like some kind of like, you know, with all the brigade, like a brigade, like we're not big enough to do it, but like a brigade, like drum shop tour, you know, where we like go to those kind of places. I was talking about this before, like with like us and like I was talking about like bringing Tosh and like bringing maybe like Fredo and like doing like a uh, or like Tim, um, um, what's his name, uh, gosh. Big? Broccoli, broccoli. Oh, broccoli? oh, oh uh, Timbo from Kino. Uh, Timbo, yeah. yeah, Timbo. Like, yeah. and doing like a and doing it, doing it totally different. Doing like a panel, like a podcast kind of panel where we're just cracking jokes and like I'm on a soapbox and people ask us questions and and like, but then we all like do like a little segment, like you know, of clinic stuff, like tour, like playing and showing, and then we shed with everybody after, you know, so that was like the idea. And um, but it was like before the pandemic. And like, we was like, yeah, we could do like, you know, like Portland and work our way down South. And then, you know, like, yeah, but anyways, it would be so, it'd be so fun to do that. Like, it would be so great, but we're, yeah.
2: Dude, by the way, I feel like Tosh was on tour before you and I even left for tour. And I feel like he's still on tour now. (laughs) He was, he
0: left. So he came to the LA show that I was playing and I was like, Pretty nervous, but he was like, dude, I love this band. He like bought tickets. He's like, this is like me and my brother's favorite band. I'm like, really? And then he, so he came to the show and then he's like, yeah, I leave on tour tomorrow. And then he's like, still on tour now. And he's like, yeah,
2: murdering, killing like huge crowds. Like, <laughs> dude, you know what's crazy? I like, uh, so. I can't. I can't play everything like I would want to play. Like when I'm in my shed practicing, you know, I like I play some stuff. Like, oh, that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. I could never do that on a gig. It's just like too risky and it's too crazy. And even the music doesn't really call for it. I play, Mm. but that when I watch his Instagram clips, I'm just like, whoa, dude! (laughs) Like he's so good, dude. Yeah. He's just so good. He's so fearless and he's so strong and like, what I mean, like, I don't know how he can play at that level of energy.
0: For the whole show, like just because he's like 20 years old, dude. He's, dude, he's, he's, he, I, I'm i telling you, I'm putting this out right now. Stamp it. Tosh is the next generation's Travis Barker. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, uh, dude,
2: didn't they split a thing like, uh, yeah, they did like, didn't he, dude, he just did a thing with Lil Nas X, right? Like, yeah, that's like it doesn't crushing. get bigger than that right now. Yeah, he's crutching it, dude. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's,
0: yeah, he's gonna be he's he's already there like he's already on his way but i feel like he's not gonna just be like a drummer he's gonna be like a household name drummer like, like an travis icon Parker. yes he's yeah, he and he's, he's travis parker's getting old and he's you know he's not old but he still does his stuff where he's just like hammering like as hard as he can and he has his style but tosh has that too and i think that like that's gonna replace that like that every generation I feel like needs that drummer before Travis Parker is maybe like Tommy Lee or something,
2: you know? And like, I feel like Tosh is that guy. Tosh is also like the sweetest, like kindest, nicest person. Also just a beautiful baby boy. Like he's just (laughs) like, he's got everything, dude. Like all, all everything set it up, dude. Like, yeah,
0: he's, he's great, man. He's like that dude, you know, he hasn't changed. Like we've all known him since he was what, like 15 or 16. And uh, maybe younger, like we've known him for a long time and um, he hasn't changed at all. He's still like just he hasn't gotten like arrogant or cocky or anything like that, dude. He's super. He's just he knows he's good. He knows he can play. He's confident, but he's not like arrogant and like into him. He's not like (coughs) vibing on himself, you know? It's amazing uh, to also, me that
2: he comments back and like we'll we'll still like talk to you or DM because like like I almost get like thousands of DMs oh, a day. Dude. You know what I mean? You like, see
0: people like in the crowd that go to see his band like that dude he's playing with, and there's like signs like we love Tosh. Like <laughs> like there's people I saw that, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying though. That's like that's a Travis Barker thing. Like people go see Blink or whoever he's playing with because of him. You know, it's not because yeah, yeah. of like you know they it's just like that's just how it's gonna be like that dude is but the thing is i always tell him is like bro like just remember the drum brigade when you get there all right and he's just like bro why would i ever forget about you i love you guys i'm like dude i'm just saying like you know like yeah he's he's a he's great he's a great drummer he comes from like his family's great his dad is so cool man his dad, his dad is, is hilarious like,
1: yeah his dad is
0: hilarious dude like, and like yeah. You know, what's funny is his dad is all like the way he is, but like, I feel like his mom is what keeps like the whole family grounded. Like his, and his sister seem like his mom, like his mom is very like, okay, mm-hmm. like very, very like kind of dignified and like, she's, she's a sweetheart, but like, I've, I've been to their house and like, went to like, played in the, in his, like, he calls it the stabbing, stabbing, what is it called? Stabbing, stabbing the cabin. The <laughs> yeah 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 and um and like stoner was stoner with his you know Coors Light and like just like in the middle of the day but the mom was very like nice to meet you you know very like normal you know like just like a normal mom so I think that's that's great that's like that's great they're very family family oriented yeah
2: yeah I love that like so important nowadays you know what I mean that's like huge to me you know what I mean like yeah my family is everything to me Yeah. Hopefully i everything. That's cool. Dude, how was playing? um...
0: (laughs) No, it's it's important, you know, like it's it's definitely important to, uh, you know, that 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 kind of family vibe is like it helps you to get get along with. others, like, you know, in on tour, you know, it keeps you grounded, you know, when I would come home from tour like I would like the biggest tour I ever been on, I ever went on where like we were opening for another band and we were, we were playing like arenas and I was like really proud of myself. And I like, came home and was like, like, mom, like, look at these pictures. Like I played like at this arena and like, she's like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Okay. The trash needs to go out and the lawn needs to be mowed. <laughs> like, you need, and it was like, that's kind of how my wife is too. My wife is like, yeah, it's cool that you like had work and now like you're home. So let's get back to home. home
2: life, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, totally. So,
0: um, I was gonna say though, um, how was how was Meow Wolf?
2: Oh, dude, that place is incredible. That place is incredible. Um, Right? (laughs) It's really, really great. Uh, We were lucky too because it was closed uh, to the public except for our go. So we got to go through it for like a couple hours before it was open to the public. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have it. I know there's like a story and like almost like thing you can figure out, you know. But like, I was just too into like just running around like a child like yeah did you see
0: my message i like sent you a message
2: i did yeah yeah yeah. and i and i looked, and i was like oh man this is gonna be it's too deep man yeah there's like clues everywhere but yeah um uh phil we're talking about meow wolf have you heard about the spot nope dude uh i have a a chance yeah take your kids i was was
0: gonna say i have a day in a life coming out like in a few weeks where I was like walking through there and like I filmed everything, <laughs> even though they're like you're not supposed to film it. It was the same for us where it was like it was closed all day, and so I just we were it was only only us, only the band like able to walk around and do our stuff, and they literally had to like come and find all of us and be like, "Yo, like you need to go to the sound check." And I'm like, "All right, I'll be right there." And they're like, "No, like the doors are open, like doors are in like an hour. We need to get you on stage." I'm like, "All, totally. all
2: right, totally." <laughs> Yeah.
0: Anyway, sorry, Phil. It's like a. It's like, it's hard to explain. It's so hard to explain. Yeah, it's like an art exhibit kind of thing, but it's like an interactive. There's a. Basically, the story is that the house that's in there came from like Northern California, and this is in New Mexico. Mendocino, yeah, yeah, and like, and there was some kind of like glitch in the like vortex or something, and like. And it ended up in New Mexico and they don't know how. And then everything like everything that you do is like some alternative universe type of thing. So like you walk in the closet and like now there's just like you see like when you walk in the closet and then there's like a piano in there and then you end up in that like weird spooky like clown recycled
2: clown room <laughs> yeah, yeah phil basically it's, so it's like it, I, I mean there's always a lot of kids there but it's it's just basically made so they could just uh, like a just like a discovery museum almost too yeah. they can climb around run around it it's like so cool though and, and then you'll just be like oh my gosh like your inner child just explodes yeah it's like yeah. an
1: immersive interactive art experience
2: exactly exactly like. and there's a new one that just opened in denver colorado that, that one also, is really great there's another one in Vegas too. That's in a strip mall, apparently. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I'm
0: yeah. gonna take. I want to take my wife to. Like, we need to go on a road trip, and like, I want. She really wants to go to like the um some something in Arizona or something, some somewhere out there, Utah or something. But anyways, I want to like stop in Vegas for a night, go to that spot the yeah. next day, spend the day there, and then continue on like to um like. I don't know, grand Canyon or something. And like, yeah, but I want to go to the Vegas one really, really bad. Yeah. Um, It was amazing. I heard that that one is like, they they were like saying to us, they probably said the same thing to you, but like they're saying that like that one is cool. But that was like, they're like, once we proved that, like the proof of concept that this is like really cool and doable and people will come as an attraction. And cause it's in the middle of nowhere, dude. Like, yeah, It's like, there's nothing around there. There's just like Denny's and like, I don't know, like big lots. (laughs) Like it's like, there's nothing. And it's an old um, bowling alley. Yeah, totally. And like, then they're like, once we proved it, then it was like, people would throw money at it. So they're like, we really went big, like in Vegas. And we like the Denver, Colorado one is like the newest one, I think. And they're just like, this one is like huge and it's insane. Like it just opened, I guess. But yeah, like there's crazy stuff. Like you go in the kitchen and it looks like a normal kitchen. Then you open the refrigerator and you can walk in and then that takes you into some other different like room dimension. Like you can go through the fireplace and like crawl through. Oh, the dinosaur bones. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that part. I must've missed it. Yeah. There's like, and I walk through this stuff. Like, I mean, all is crazy. Like you can go through like the washing machine it's like you hear all these noises and then you like open the washing machine and you can like slide into there and like just all kinds of crazy stuff you can do, man. It's like it's like Alice in Wonderland, like
2: on acid. Without the acid though. You Without don't even the need the acid. acid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's
0: so nuts. Really yeah, and cool. then the show, right? The show was like for some, re- the room that you play in is so dope, first of all. And then for us, it was like a really small room but it was, it was my favorite show of the tour. It was just like super punk rock. I had to play like a scaled down kit and, um, the people were just
2: going at, like
0: crazy in there. And it's just, it's just a really, really, really
2: dope spot to play, man. Yeah. Really, it's like really really only cool. a 400 cat venue. You yeah. Know, like it doesn't even cool, seem like, like
0: it's that it seems like it's like 150 because it's so small, but it's like, it's so cool, man.
2: Yeah, it was it like was that near the end of your tour? It was like probably like the third to last date for us. So like it was just a really good way to finish the tour. Oh uh,
0: no, it was like the the middle or like the first couple,
2: like the first week. I think it was like
0: I was I I knew what it was already. So I was like I couldn't wait to get there, and then um, yeah, I think man, I don't remember, but I was like. It was, it was in the middle. It was like smack dab in the middle. I couldn't wait to go. And then I was like, today I have to film a day in a life. So i like kind of got up and, and it was kind of chaotic because they were like, Hey, we need you to set up your own kit today because we don't know what you're going to use. Like, I we don't know how scaled down you're going to have it. And like, so I had to like kind of wake up and like immediately walk in. And I wanted my initial reaction to be like, Whoa, like, you know, not, going into to to work you know and like totally dude on tour too like you know it's like you wake up in the morning and you're like i got i need coffee i need to find a place to take a dump i don't know where this is gonna be in this place i don't want my first reaction to be those stipulations like all right well where's the bathroom first of all and then like i need to find some coffee where's our dressing room like where's the stage i don't want to walk in the place and just try and find where the stage is like i want to experience it you know Yeah. So it was, but it was cool. Like I had to just, I just ended up handling my stuff. And then I was like, okay, got dressed, set up my drums. And then I was like, all right, now I'm going to experience it. I got my coffee, got my camera. I
2: know exactly what you're talking about. Like you can avoid it. If you stay in the hall, you know, you can just stay in the hall, go to the bathroom then go to the green room. Right. But like, as you're loading in, you're like, if you just look left, you see all this Mm -hmm. stuff and you're like, it's almost like a kid in Christmas. You're like, uh, I know. (laughs) That's exactly exactly how it was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's Phil. I
0: hope you got, I hope you can go there one day. I hope you can play Like that'd be a dope place for Whitney Shade to play.
2: Sounds amazing. I want to just drive there with the family. Yeah. Oh, sick. You've been playing with Whitney. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Started playing with her. I don't know. Hoping to play more with her when she
2: gets back from tour. Were you uh were you at the SDMAs? I didn't see you there.
1: No. No, I didn't oh. I didn't make it out to that. But it's awesome she won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's won yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Hasn't she?
2: I think so. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. I never really subscribed to the SDMAs, but that year I like a lot of my friends were up for them, and I was like really stoked that you know a lot of my friends won. And then it was the first time I ever went because I, I played with Ed Kornhauser. Nice. And I was like, oh, yo, dude, this is just like, it gets all the homies together, dude. And like, it was fun. It was really fun. It was weird to play like a jazz tune on like a DW kit with like a 22-inch kick, you know? Oh and so <laughs> uh, when Ed asked me, he's like, what do you what do you think we should do? And I'm like, <clears throat> I was like, dude, the backline's going to be like a DW rock kit. I'm like, can we just play something where I can bash? And he was like, oh, that's a good idea. And so like we bashed and it was oh, really, really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Man, I wish yeah, like,
0: fun. I wish Shuffle and Bang could get more involved in um in that like yeah I feel like
2: we we should be able, we should play you know and like be dope It's like a, a you know every every scene has like its politics and I've noticed since like since Ed won and like that stuff like I've just been noticing like the gigs have been changing you know we've been playing yeah. more gigs now doing his originals and like you know we do like a 45 minute set at like a festival or something instead of just like you know we play like two hours at like Panama or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it, it's, it's changed a bit and it's cool. Like, um, we really and, need that. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta, you're going to find your community to like reach out to that'll represent you. I, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm just the drummer, man. I just go around i told. <laughs> <laughs> me,
0: we are, me and my dad are big fans of Ed Kornhauser. Like my dad really likes Ed Kornhauser. Dude,
2: he's, like, he's amazing. He he's a like, Kornhauser. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing about it, man, is, like, me and Ed, like, me, Ed, and Mac, Mackenzie Layton, the bass player, and then, you know, Harley, uh, we, like, the four yeah. of us just play disc golf every week together, you know, we just get together oh, and disc golf cool. and talk about our gigs and on our live, and, but then, you know, like, that turned into, like, Ed was like, do you want to record my record? And I was like, yeah, it's the first jazz record I've ever recorded guys, in my entire man. life. Huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah, so, like, they're, you know, they're, it's just, like, the immersive homie experience, too, but, yeah um i just yeah i love i love those dudes <laughs>
0: harley man i love Harley he's great he's an amazing right, so, musician he's so good in the too. show we we should
2: um <laughs> who ed yeah uh well all of them but harley especially i think my might yeah harley
0: harley's great man harley Okay, so um, before we end, I have a few more me to get honest about my gigs over the weekend. Right? So let's get it.
1: Bruh. I ain't trying to hear that right now,
0: dude. I've been playing these wedding gigs, <laughs> dude, and I have a list. I have a list. I have a list of stuff like for for what I wanted to talk about, and then last night happened. Um, so I played two this weekend. I played Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Saturday had its own things that like I would easily get a so get on a soapbox. Like, a, like, I'll just tell you quickly. One, there was like a guy there that was only there to set up lights, like just LED lights, you know, stage lights. And he was just over the top. like he wouldn't shut up. And he was like really loud. and then he wanted to let everybody know that he's like also a musician. So he was just kind of like, "Hey drummer, hey drummer, drummer, hey man." And I'm like trying to load my stuff in. Hey man, you mind if I put these lights right by you? And I'm like, "Yeah, fine. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put them right here. If they're in your way, just move them out of the way. You know. But um, you know, if they're in your face, or whatever. they you know, this just, just let me know. You know, some of the bands that I play with, you know, we 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 they don't like the lights in their face. You know, I, I play and I play music too. I'm like, I heard you. Like, just shut up." Just put the lights there and leave me alone. Stop talking to me. All right. That was one. But like every break. Hey man, how's the lights? How's the lights going for you? I'm like, you're just here. You don't even have to be here. Set the lights up and dip. You're still backstage on your laptop, like you have to be here. Get out of here. <laughs> one. Okay. Two. Dinner comes okay, hey guys, we're having fish tonight. Oh, there should be a vegetarian meal. And then the bass player's are like, yeah, there should be two vegetarian meals. Well, what do you think happens? Oh, vegetarian? No, we're having fish. Okay, well, I'm not going to be having fish tonight. I don't eat fish. Okay, well, they didn't tell us there was a vegetarian meal. Well, it doesn't matter. It's still in our contract, you know? And so they're like, well, I, you know, I, they always say the same thing. All of them say the same thing. Well, Kevin never told me that. Kevin, I played with Kevin, Kevin Freebie. I played with Kevin last night. He showed me the text of the the wedding planner saying, hey, send us all your meal requests and um, I'll get that out as soon as I can. He said, okay, yeah, everybody should be fine. There's one vegetarian. She looked me in the eyes and said, Kevin never said there's a vegetarian in the band. And so I'm like, well... So this now I'm like, I don't care. So I'm like, well, it's part of our contract. She's like, okay, well, we'll just get more salads. And I'm like, well, it's not going to be salad either because in our, in our contract, it says that we are supposed to have hot meals. It's, it's in capital letters. Every band, every musician vendor needs a hot meal. And I'm like, so I'm like, I'm here till midnight or I'm here till 11. I'm not going to be eating, living off of salad for a six hour gig. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. So she's like, it's, her tone kind of changed. Well, okay, well, let me see what I can do. And I'm like, yeah, like, you're not going to just be like, oh, they didn't tell us, or you're going to have to eat fish. It's like, who are these people? That's two. Three, I don't want to get on that one because it's too personal and I might have like make some people feel bad. <laughs> so but but it's just about some of the musicians that have been coming on these gigs some of these musicians just are not they shouldn't be on these gigs and I you know I don't want to get too specific because these people got to work too but you just yeah just I'm sorry but
2: yeah as a side the interjection gig, Corey while yeah. you're on tour when, while you're on tour Freebie reached out to me and he's like do you want to suffer Corey on these gigs and I was like yeah sure but then when I realized what the gigs entail, it's like the singers will just send you a list of like 200 songs <laughs> and they'll be like, I'll make, I'll make a list. I'll make a list out of that. And I'm like, I'm not going to learn 200 songs for a gig in like a week. No, like,
0: you don't have to.
2: Yeah. But like the singers will not condense the list. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, no, I didn't take any of them. I, I just, I mean, I could, yeah, well I, I could I couldn't too. I didn't, I, I couldn't fit them in. But I was also like, okay, but like what I always I tell these this?
0: musicians, what I always tell these musicians is like, if you're thinking about it in a way of like, okay, I got to chart all these songs or I have to learn all these songs. You, this isn't your, this isn't, you're, you're overthinking it. Like the most that I do is like maybe the night before I'll I'll make a playlist of the protocol songs. Like this, like, oh, this is the first dance. This is the like intro song, the grand entrance song. This is the last song of the night. I'll make a playlist of those. It's normally not going to be more than like four or five songs. And the most I will do is listen to it once or twice on the way to the gig. That's all they get. And so I'm like, yeah, the the grand entrance is like a high energy, like song. They're just going to get that. And like, if it's like, like I try to try to at least know like the, the important songs, like if it's their first dance and it's like a six, eight or 12, eight. You know, like that could be like a problem. Like I've done it before where I'm playing 4-4 and the band is trying to play in 12K and I'm like forcing my way up. Like, and they're just like, what are you doing? And like, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. It just doesn't matter. And so like, and that, and that, like you, there's just songs that you just know, like you don't need to learn. Like I don't rock with you and like treasure and like, I mean, you just know that like, and most of these guys don't know these songs anyway. So just play all, all night. You're playing basically the same tempo and the same vibe, like four on the floor. And you could get away with playing four on the floor. and No one is going to know.
2: I see. I've never done That's those it, types you know? of gigs before. So like, I, I didn't, you know, the unknown is what you're like, Oh, I don't know. And so like, yeah, like literally like when you were left, like Kevin emailed me about like, dude, seriously, like like 20 gigs. And I was like, Oh, I can't really do any of them and then he's like you need yeah. he's like I need you to, to to like decline them or else like you know we're gonna be sitting there waiting for you and I was like oh geez and then I haven't gotten any requests in a while so um uh
0: well it's probably because I'm back and there's a few other dudes that have jumped in there's like apparently there's like a new <clears throat> a new fig in town like he's from he's from Orange County and everybody's been ranting and raving about how great this dude is. Cool. And then there's a couple other guys that are just like in the mix that are just like really doing great. But um, but then there's been a couple, tra- like I've, we're on like, I'm on a couple group texts with like other musicians. And so they have to like, the guys who normally do these gigs, like last night it was all of, all of the guys who normally do these gigs on one gig. But when there's a bunch of bands working, he has to spread them out, spread out like the guys who know how the, the gigs work. And then you end up being a, it's like a school of rock situation. It's like, roulette, like dude. a beginner kid. Yeah. It's like you put a beginner kid in with like the older, like the, you know, and it, it just kind of levels everything out. That's how it is where it's like some of these musicians are coming in and they're green and they've never done this before. And they're trying to get their foot in the door. But then you're like, dude, you're already like, I don't know anybody who would want to work, like not work with you, but like this kind of situation, you're overthinking it. Just, you know how, you know these songs, just play it close enough and you're fine. You know, play it with confidence, play it with energy and like, you're fine. But like, if you're overthinking it and you're looking for charts and it's too much, dude, it's just, it just doesn't work like that. But anyways, my gig last night was like the worst of the worst, like the worst people on earth, like full on bridezilla, full, like full on bridezilla but and, it's my wedding. I mean there was but it's my wedding. <laughs> it, it's exactly. It's it's it, it's not even that. She was she was already like this is what I always say. These people that come into these gigs, it's like they spend thousands and thousands of dollars to have this wedding. I mean this was not this was in this was at um Kona Kai like in like Mission Beach mm. or in PB I mean um like a resort like it's nice dude it's like it cannot be cheap to have your wedding here and the room is like overlooking the like the harbor like not harbor but um the bay the the you know yes the bay the the bay. bay yeah um and um you're i mean it's like oh no that this wasn't at konakai sorry this was in uh where was this that that was my saturday gig so sunday yesterday was in sorry it was in um shelter island And it was the same thing. It was like in one of the hotels on Shelter Island. It was beautiful. Like Molly High or something? Outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, she was completely complaining from the first second. Like she was cool with the band, but like she was barking orders at the the, um, wedding planner. Wedding planner was like the sweetest, like just the nicest wedding planner you could work for. She was like actually like snapping her fingers like hello come on like clapping like that kind of thing and like the wedding planner came in the dressing room and she was just like cussing and just furious she's like i've never met worse people on both sides both sides of the family are the worst people i've ever worked for wow i'm just like wow and um long story short dude her sister is the uh her sister is the MC of the night. Her sister is messing up everything. She's like, okay, now we're going to like do this dance. And it's like, not that dance. It's like, you know, it's anyways, she, okay. So what ends up going down is like, we've become friends with her sister. So we're good. And she's happy with us, but she's like, I'm just so mad at this wedding planner. And I'm so mad at this venue. And they just made this whole thing suck. I'm like, this is your wedding like why don't you want to remember your wedding she's she's hammered like she's twerking on the edge, edge of the stage like there's just all kinds of like stuff going on like it's a sloppy mess Oof. okay the end of the night it's a hard this. stop at we're playing in we're playing in the courtyard <laughs> at, a, at a wedding right I mean at a at a hotel so there's like people staying in the rooms and we're playing full volume in a courtyard hmm. so it's a hard hard stop at 10 like you cannot play one minute after 10. You have to stop. So at 9.59, we're still playing a song and they're like, shut it down. And so we're like, end the song, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like, um, and then they still have like a request that they want at the end of the night that they have to play. So we play that stupid song. The song is called Horses. Just look it up. It's the worst song in the whole world. It's the worst. It's like a 90s song. It's the worst song and we were going to have to play it. So we all learned it. We didn't play it. They play that song. Then her and her sister start singing. I think it's the theme to frozen like acapella. They're not singers. So think about like drunk chicks in a bar, karaoke, like that are like, Oh my gosh. And they grab the mic and then they start singing frozen. Let it go. Let then it they've go. changed the lyrics. Yes, but they've changed the lyrics so that they're all like vulgar and like Oh. You know, like gross. I, I love this story, dude. I yeah. want to be in that family, dude. This sounds awesome.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they like they 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 start singing it. It's like ear piercing, you know, they're they're just they're not singers, you know, and they're drunk. And so the hotel is flipping their lid. There's like there's probably kids, you know. There's just like it's a it's a hotel. So the the venue is like, "Hey, it's now like 10:04, 10:05. Shut it down." And they're basically like, shut the mic off. So the sound guy shuts the mic off, or the guitar player shuts the mic off. The middle of their song, the bride loses her mind, dude. Like, unglued, unglued. I wish I was there. (laughs) This is my day. This is my wedding. It is. How dare you shut my mic off? How dare they? Such a, yeah. This was that is such a like, just yeah losing her mind. You know, you guys were great, but you didn't have to do that. That was a bad move. That was a bad move. Okay. Like the the guy's like, Nick is like, you know, she loved us this whole day until now. And the whole day I'm telling him, Nick, like it doesn't matter. Like these people are never going to be happy with what you do. No matter what, they're always going to find something to be unhappy with. So why are you so worried about I'm going to get like he's like I'm going to get a good report and like we're going to he's like I, I care about this and he's joking but like he's like they loved us up until the last second and I'm like I told you dude I told you this is how it works and so she's she storms off the stage just I can't believe this how dare you like yeah this I just I can't believe this day has gone as bad as it's gone first this and first the, the wedding planner the wedding planner sucked the venue people i mean and now this yeah just losing it losing it she's in, so you guys know drea drea comes on stage like what's going on heck yeah and like and then she's barking at drea now Uh-oh. you know oh, this was oh, you, oh, you guys were do great that. but <laughs> no 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 oh, you don't she's do like, that. you guys don't you guys were great but you, you really? You cut my mic? Really? On my day? Drea's is like, like says something I couldn't hear, but she was probably like, well, the venue shut us down. It's not us. So maybe you're barking at the wrong person. Then somebody else in the audience yells at Drea like about something about being passive aggressive, like passive aggressiveness will get you nowhere. And then Drea's like, excuse me, and Now it's getting even more amplified where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just like taking my symbols off, putting them away. Like, let me get out of here. And um, so then the sister comes up. The sister is hammered. The sister is the one that's the MC and she was also the one singing. So Drea and Nick are like just they're, they're, they're talking to people. They're in each other, in people's faces like. People are like, hey, it's fine. She's just drunk. And then Dre is like, I don't think so. You don't ever talk to my band like that. Now it's like all these people are just barking at each other. The sister comes up on stage. She's like, What's going on? And then like Nick is like, oh man, there was just an incident. And, you know, you're just, you know, we you guys were singing and it wasn't us and it was great. You guys were great. He's still trying to like make it better. And then she's just like, Listen, I'm sorry. I just can't hear you right now because you just have really beautiful eyes this sister's married okay she's talking to Nick you just have beautiful eyes and Nick's like okay thank you um anyways I was just trying to say <laughs> the sister's hammered then I'm like hey you were great I gotta go she comes to me I've been looking at you all night okay <laughs> first of all I'm like, <laughs> like what the heck is going on here like who are these people yeah completely off the okay rails. my husband has been mad my my husband has been mad because like I've just been saying, Okay, first of all, the drummer. Okay, the drummer. That's yeah. That I'm like, oh boy. And so I'm just loading my drums on the cart, like, gotta go, guys. I'll see you guys later. Like it's come off the rails, dude. The the bride is still marching around barking at people. You know what? Whatever. It is what it is. I'm just I'm gonna go. And like leaves her wedding like furious.
2: I'm just I'm like, dude. Hey, Corey, all I gotta I'm say like, is uh Still got it. Still got got, it. Still got it, dude. Still got it. I'm like, okay.
0: I'm like, I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, this is welcome back. Welcome back to to like home gigs, you know. Just here I am. I'm I'm just I'm stoked to be back, and you know, bridezillas and and no vegetarian meals and wedding planners. And the, 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 Oh, you can't like go to the bar. Like I need a drink. And then the bartender goes, Oh yeah, well the bar's closed right now. He's like, but you're working, right? And it's Tino, like the one of the singers. He's like, yeah, I'm always working. He's like, yeah, me too. And then like, was basically like, no, you're not getting any drinks cause you're a vendor. I'm like, we don't work for you. Like we don't work for you. There's nothing in our contract that says we can't drink like it's just all of just all of the stuff that typically gets me on a soapbox a dude that won't shut his freaking mouth and all he's there to do is put lights up just put lights up and shut up and leave me alone stop trying to tell me that you're a musician people coming on stage dude people coming on stage dude i almost have to hit the stinking button again for that <laughs> like my gig last week the bros like the brads of the wedding coming on stage grabbing the singer's mic Trying to sing, trying to rap, trying to talk, trying to all of the above. Just people. Just leave me alone. (laughs) I ain't trying to hear that right now.
2: Gosh. I think I love it because I've never had to deal with it. You know, like (sighs) Phil knows, dude. I love it. I mean, you don't have to
0: deal with it like on that level, but I'm not dealing with it anymore.
2: Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, like I tell everybody, man, like you, you got to earn the the right and the luxury to say no to stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, like I feel very fortunate that like I literally only take the gigs that I like want to do. I don't have to like I don't yeah. have to do a, a gig anymore. You know what I mean? So I need to get into
0: that life again. Kevin, Kevin, or Kevin Freebie was telling me that he has to have these conversations with these wedding planners. Like he he makes it a point to have a conversation with them every, every time he meets with them now. And he has to let them know just so we're clear. I want there to be an understanding that we don't work for you. Like we are both working for the same client, but we are not like one of your employees. So you don't get to boss the band around. You don't get to tell us like, there's just like, you know, it's it's the the wedding that I was on last week, like it was like the singer and the, the MC and the sound the person running sound, they're getting paid extra to do this, but they come off stage. We've just played like over an hour. We just come off stage to eat dinner, and they're like cutting into their chicken or whatever, and then the wedding planner's like, We need you guys to get back on stage. And then they like don't even get a bite. They have to like put their stuff down and go like turn the mic on for speeches and like introduce this person and that person i'm like hey you know it's on our contract you guys need to say okay cool we'll be there in a minute give us 10 minutes to eat our food i'm like but putting your stuff down and going back there i said if you keep doing that they're just going to keep doing it they're going to keep demanding your you know and we don't work for you so like gosh
2: my life, these gigs, man. My life is like a playing <laughs> weddings is completely opposite because, like, I I'm the hired jazz musician that comes in and we'll play like light music, cocktail hour in the beginning, and then we pack up it out of there before yeah, all that happens. I you wish I, mean? I could be that yeah, guy. That's, that's where it's at. It, they it's always, I, I
0: always have to like cocktail hour is always my favorite time. You know, it's the greatest because you get to play what we want. You get to play jazz, and you know, but most of the time I have to set up in a different location. And then I have to move all my drums to the to the party location. And so there's like two setups. And that's a whole nother can of worms, dude. That's a whole nother can of worms. Anyways, man, I hope I can like I hope I can get out of this soon, man. Cause I I I don't know how long how much longer I can do this. You know? It's these people like I and they always say like the band knows now where they're just like, like Kevin was coming out of the building when I was like wheeling my drums in. And he's like, hey, man, before you go in, I just want to let you know, you got to be prepared. This is one of those weddings. And I'm like, oh, boy. And he's like, it's the kind of people that set you off. He's like, they're just like kind of like entitled rich people. And um, he's like, you know, it's, it's all the bros that get you going, that piss you off. It's like, he's like, it's one of those situations We're outside, it's in the sun, you know, and I'm like, all right, it's cool. I'm like, just, I always say the same thing. Just keep them away from me, man. I'm not going to deal with it. Like, just keep them away from me. Somebody talks to me. I'm always like, why are you asking me? Like, go ask somebody else. Like, I'm not your guy. My attitude is so different on these gigs, man, where I'm just like, some lady was, some lady from the venue came up and was like, it was 3, it was 4, it was was 3.30. We had to be set up and ready to play by 4. Takes me like, once my drums are wheeled in, it takes me 10 minutes to set up. She's like, are you going to be ready by 4 o'clock? And I'm like, Yeah. She's like, are you sure for sure you guys are going to be ready? And I started getting where I was like, why are you talking to me? Like, leave me alone so I could set up. And then like, if you keep talking to me, then no, I won't be. You know, and I like had to like count myself down. Like, hey, relax. It's not her fault. (laughs) Like, But I was kind of like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, four o'clock. And I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, the words were coming out of my mouth. Like, well, if you would stop talking to me, I could continue setting up. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. You Count should wear time. you should wear dark glasses
2: and pretend you're blind and maybe they'll just <laughs> <laughs> they'll just leave you alone just like <sighs> <laughs> setting up drums.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well anyways, it, I'm glad to have the work, you know, and I do get on soapboxes but you know, when I'm there it is a good time. Like we had a we had a lot of fun last night. And it was like a lot a great hang with the musicians and we had some, you know, we just we had we made we made the best out of it. So it is good. I'm happy to have the work and like, but sometimes you just you just gotta get on soapbox, you know. <laughs> um. Well, anyways, man, Kevin, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks and, for having me. Again, welcome back home for at least a little while. And and um, we still gotta we got it man. I want to shed. It's just like I'm so busy. Like you know, right now. Let's get it, dude. Whenever um, you want, dude. All right, funky Phil. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> and thank me. Thank me yeah. for everything that I do for the show. You know, just, just really bringing the best that I can bring.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Is there, um, um,
0: so no show next week. I don't think, I think we're going to, um, we're just going to do one the following week. So thank you guys for listening. Of course, any information that you would like to find drumbrigade.com. brigade.com. Um, Kevin tours with Jeff Rosenstock. If you want to, go see him on tour and who is the other band that you play with
2: uh ajj andrew jackson jihad okay so go follow kevin
0: um it's mr the gooch on instagram hmm. and um yeah man good times all right guys so show 119 thank you guys and um we'll see you guys on the next one. Oh yeah i'm always working on that thing I'm still working on it myself. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.